Most times we start off exploring and researching our families. You know, maybe you want to do a family tree and genealogy, but the work that I guide and teach people to do is actually learning how to connect with your ancestors yourself and see the generational patterns and the generational blessings that have gotten stuck in the energetic body of your lineage and how they're manifesting and having symptoms in your life. So a lot of times people will think about, all right, my relationship to money is this, or my relationship to partnership, like my relationship to being vulnerable, my relationship to trust, my relationship to consistency, or even having relationships with other women, um, or stepping into my leadership and owning my voice. We usually approach those things pragmatically, but we don't get into the deeper personal wound or the deeper ancestral wound, which oftentimes in that example would be all the women in my family stifled their voice or quieted their voice in order to feel safe. We need to change that as a whole lineage of women in order for me to embody that change and also be the break of that behavior. So it stops manifesting forward in my lineage. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my cosmic baddies. Are we ready for a real trip down the Pisces portal today? I have a guest for you that I know you all are going to be, I'm going to say, this is one of those pen and paper episodes. I can already feel it. Sit down, get the notebooks out. We have on the podcast today, Ash Johns, who is a certified psycho-spiritual life coach, ancestral healer, conscious business strategist, and founder of the Ancestral Healing Space. She lives at the intersection of deep healing and practical strategy, we love those two things, for freedom, abundance, and cultural change. After she walked away from over 10 years in advertising and branding to run an eight-figure women's retreat in Southeast Asia, Ash realized our greatest recurring trauma, both personally and collectively, is in how we've been taught to survive in this world and that the key to thriving lies in returning to ourselves, our roots, and our spiritual practices. Do you see what I'm saying already? Like, this is going to be a juicy episode. She is truly the bridge between human and spirit, supporting leaders, visionaries, and spiritual entrepreneurs in identifying and healing the inherited core wounds, stopping them from living in their purpose, leveling up, and influencing positive change in the world. In nine months, Ash grew her spiritual healing and conscious coaching business into a multi-six-figure business by working on herself with her ancestors. And guess what? She wants to help guide you and other women into unlocking their ancestral birthrights, gifts, and freedom as well. So let's give a big, warm welcome to Ash. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Oh my God. That was like four books of an intro, right? But it's like everything in the room, bring it all in the room. <laughs> I love like reading people's bios in front of them. I just always think it's this like practice of realizing like you have done so much, you have come so far. And for everyone listening, the journey is never linear. So it's like hearing that. I am so excited to jump into this episode. Of course, welcome. And do you mind sharing your big three with everyone? 
Oh, thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome, Maddie. And I'm so excited to be here. Like this is just feels so cozy and kindred and yummy already. So um, my big three. So I am a triple Pisces. My rising, my sun, my moon all fall in the beautiful, deep, deep sea waters of Pisces. <laughs> and um, I've got some very interesting placements too in Pisces. And yeah, that's me all day long. You get the creativity, you get the otherworldly, you get the unseen, you get the ethereal. And let me tell you something. I'm also a projector, so I'm sorry, y'all. You're in. <laughs> oh, wow. We're in. As I said, y'all, we're in. We are literally having a moment with a channel, an oracle, and we're going right into the cosmic deep end. So <laughs> hang on, folks. <laughs> hang on, everybody. Get, get the snorkels out. We're, we're going deep. So we had talked about before we pressed record that we're like, let's just jump right in. So obviously your work is very centered in, in the bio. We heard ancestral healing really feels like the foundation, the root like pun intended of the work you do and the amazing transformation you have experienced and also what you guide others through. So when people hear that and maybe they're listening to this, doing their pulling the laundry, driving around, and they're like, how do I know that I need ancestral healing? Are there patterns or signs you could illustrate for people? Yeah. Well, one, I would say, you know, because you're just curious, like if you saw the title of this episode and you're like ancestral healing, like what? Or like, huh, I have been thinking about my grandma or my grandfather or like my heritage, my roots. Oh, I've been drawn to different recipes or listening to the old music of where I'm from or identifying more deeply in my genetic makeup. Like you're already interested, you're already curious. So that's something to look for. Cause I think a lot of times people ignore those nudges when it's already right there. Like you already feel the calling. So that's number one, just recognize you're drawn to it. Two would be if you always felt a little bit different in your family. And by all means, this is not to beat up on our families. And that's one of the reasons why I love this work so much. But it's like, if you've always been like, I'm a little bit different. Like I'm kind of the black sheep. I'm the one who asks the difficult questions. I'm the one who sets a certain standard. I'm the one who went to the beat of her own drum. I want to understand why that is and to become more comfortable in my role in my family. That's another indicator that you're absolutely called to and should be doing some ancestral healing work. And then the third one that I also point out is when you know that you're meant for something greater and you've hired the coaches, you've gone on the retreats, you've done somatic work, you've done the plant medicine, you know, you've immersed in all these different healing modalities and still you feel like you're not stepping into your fullest potential. You see yourself repeating behavioral patterns. You see yourself behaving as your mother or your father or as someone. And you're like, wait, that's a pattern that I didn't want to do. Like, why is this still happening? And I have the degree, I have the certifications, I have the connections, I have the success. What's going on here? That's when we know it's time to do some ancestral healing work. Okay. I just heard like a collective, like, like everyone's heads turning. I mean, like, Oh, why'd you have to read us so hard? Reading us for Phyllis and children say, love. you know it. It's like, it's just when you know, you're like, that's bang on. Um, so I'm sure everyone listening is, is like, okay, yes. So thank you for that. It was very clear, very crisp. I'm really impressed with, well, you have, I think in your chart, I will just shout out, you're very Piscean. You have your big three, but your Mercury there, your Jupiter, and you're just like in it, but you're um, beautifully grounded by your Venus and Capricorn. And your Mars and Taurus, which I'm like just going to shout out and thank and acknowledge for you being able to do this work in such a grounded way and illustrate that all in just a very structured, easy to understand, <laughs> digestible map. So that was really beautiful. 
Let me acknowledge that though. Like I deeply appreciate you pointing that out because people ask me that all the time. Like I had some, you know, colleagues and friends who we've done masterminds or journeys together and they'd be like sending me memes like, oh, triple Pisces, you guys were all. And I was like, wait, but that's like totally not me. Like the Capricorn, the organization, the legacy, the structure, we can go deep because we're going to apply this and not to knock any spiritual work or any work, any modality. But we do see sometimes we go deep into the ethereal and the spiritual but we can't bring it into our lived experience. We can't embody that shift. And that's one of the things that I deeply specialize in. And I'm so passionate about in this work because it does transform your life and it does transform your relationships. And I think it's the piece that in self-development and growth, we often think that we're hitting in at the deepest level because we do have like, you know, connections with a grandmother or a spirit that came through, or we're like, oh yeah, I see my mental block or my limiting belief around this that was given to me in childhood, but we don't really see the bigger picture of the systems that we've come from and that we're operating within. So yeah. I'm obsessed with you. I was going to say like, even I sometimes have my own astro biases because I had like, your whole charts like, oh, triple Pisces. But I was like, your work is so, is so rooted and so grounded. And then when I came on and I had already looked at your chart and I, I saw you via video screen, we're all in. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like th- that earth energy is really holding it down to make it embodied that Mars and Taurus. But I love your Venus and Capricorn because to me, in the highest expression, Capricorn is the word you use, legacy. It's like, can I walk in integrity to be a better ancestor, to change and shift something in my legacy? Like it's not talked about enough. So thank you for embodying that so powerfully. Okay. So people heard your list. They're like, yes, yes, yes. It me. So now what is kind of like, actually let's back it up for someone who doesn't even know what ancestral healing is. Like, what does that mean? And what's your take on that? Ancestral Healing 101 is how I'm going to describe this, but most times we start off in exploring and researching our families. You know, maybe you want to do a family tree and genealogy. Maybe you do go and look at actual genes and do the DNA and kind of see your mitochondrial, that good stuff, right? But the work that I guide and teach people to do is actually learning how to connect with your ancestors yourself and see the generational patterns and the generational blessings that have gotten stuck in the energetic body of your lineage and how they're manifesting and having symptoms in your life, right? So a lot of times people will think about, all right, my relationship to money is this, or my relationship to partnership, like my relationship to being vulnerable, my relationship to trust, my relationship to consistency, or even having relationships with other women, um, or stepping into my leadership and owning my voice. We usually approach those things pragmatically, like, okay, let me get a speaking coach or let me deal with my visibility wounds or, you know, let me do a challenge of posting every day for seven days, like all these very practical actions, but we don't get into the deeper personal wound or the deeper ancestral wound, which oftentimes in that example would be all the women in my family stifled their voice or quieted their voice in order to feel safe. We need to change that as a whole lineage of women in order for me to embody that change and also be the break of that behavior. So it stops manifesting forward in my lineage. And what I love about this approach is it lifts the burden off of why am I continually to not show up and starts to look at it in a bigger perspective so you can see how powerful you actually are. I think of this also sometimes within the context of an entire group, like our gender as women, like we belong to the lineage of women identifying people. What has society told us? What has the standards programmed us to be? So how do we break that pattern as a group of women 
all of the women forwards and back want to see this change. Sometimes when we get into the psychological approach to family systems and even family constellation, if anyone's heard of that methodology, there tends to be an understanding and awareness of what we've inherited and how we're behaving in a certain way and how to cope with it or how to identify, oh, I came from a narcissistic parent. It's like, why was that parent narcissistic? Because if we don't actually understand that, that everything we've been taught has been given to someone before them, before them, before them, we're bound to keep repeating the pattern. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so how do I do it? So how do I do it? And everything you say, I want to like highlight it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so what do we do with that? Yes. Before I tell you how, I want you to know <laughs> the interesting thing is people are like, oh my God, this is so big and so deep and so many ancestors and so many lineages like that would be overwhelming. But the fact is, it's actually not. It's actually less overwhelming because you can truly see what's going on in your lineage and in your life. And you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Thank you guys for helping me. Like, thank you for clearing the path. Thank you for giving me support. And we stop carrying this weight of trying to transform our lives and our lineages and like our legacy on our own. It's like both living and dead support. <laughs> so that is so nice, right? Like those same people are all, all of that is what's going to be helping you. The lineage of your family line, like you said, the women yeah. who walk before you or the people from the culture that you're representing. So it's like, that's actually a beautiful reframe and like just even like feeling the weight off of your shoulders. Like listening, you, you yeah. feel like a shift. Or I felt the shifts when you said that. Totally. And think about that when you're like, gosh, I'm the first person to go to college or I'm the first person to be like a multimillionaire in my family. Like, what do I do with that? I feel so alone. How do I navigate it? Meanwhile, it's like, oh wait, all my ancestors are cheering me on. Like every, <laughs> actually I'm not the only one. It's, been, it's just been a lot of generations since we've been this wealthy or this free or this adventurous to travel the world alone. Like they're rooting for me. They're excited. It's a completely different experience. But I will say, first off, it's very easy. This is shamanic work, essentially, right? This is learning how to go into trance, learning how to sensitize your body, mind, and spirit to the spiritual realm. And there's a process of invoking and calling in your ancestors. And you want to do that in a way that is not like, hey, grandma or hey, whoever is nearby, please come and talk to me. You know, it's not that. We're actually going back to a certain place in your lineage to access ancestors who do have medicine, who do want to support you, who do want to help resolve what has happened that could support you and what you're pursuing in your life. And so a lot of people, when they first experience this, it's so funny. They're like, oh my God, Ash, that was the most amazing ancestral meditation ever. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so cute that you think it's a meditation. Meanwhile, you've like completely journeyed through like an ancestral realm. There's like whole interactions going on and they're like, wow, it's felt so real. And I'm like, cause it was. <laughs> and then later on, they're like, oh wait, I really do understand because I can feel their presence in my dreams and in my living state. I feel the presence of my ancestors supporting me now. So if you're ever curious, the truth is, is um, this is shamanic work. It is an experiential uh, spiritual journey that you then get to practice embodying what you learn in your living life. Obsessed with that. And I think there's something really cool about the way you describe that. It feels like like with, with like shamanic work and, and going in, I think about it. I think one of my teachers described it as like, we're doing, you know, I, I love like lighter, let's call it surface level energy work. Like I was like, Reiki is like getting a nice massage. Shamanic work is like psychic surgery to me. Like we're going in or they describe it as like Reiki or other energy work or even fixing problems like you were talking about from the coaching therapy lens is like flicking your water 
at like the base of the Mississippi River, or like at the end of the Mississippi River, like we're in that. You're like, okay, that's a nice splash. You feel the splash, but they're like doing like this shamanic ancestral work. It's like going to like the start of the river, where it's this tiny. And if you put your finger there, you can shift everything. So it's like going way back. And when you said that, I got that image of like that's that ripple effect. And I love your client. I love people like, oh, wow, that's a nice meditation. And you're like. Mm-hmm. Talk to me in a few days. That is so cool. So that's what you guide people through that in your work? Yeah. So I guide people one-to-one. I guide people in group uh, ceremonies or group journeys, and particularly in my mastermind, because we all get to do it over and over and over again and embody the work over a length yeah. of time. But my favorite thing is to just teach you how to do it, which is naturally what I'm always doing. Like there's nothing that I do that I don't say why it's working and how you're experiencing it and how to practice at home. Because at the end of the day, this is all of our birthrights. Like it doesn't matter where you're from. If we go back in time, we all had a relationship with spirit, what's unseen and those who came before us, right? Like we can see this from a medieval perspective. They were praying, they were calling in the witches. They were like, all the grandmothers come around. Like there's always been some type of practice with the wisdom of those who've passed on. Shout out to everyone who's rocking Wakanda right now. Like we're like, yeah, you know. It's like, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> right, right. And so this is a, an innovative way of doing something that is ancient and it's accessible to all of us. And one of my favorite things is when I stop working with someone and our, our time to work together is completed, they're like, yeah, this is what's happened. This is how I'm staying in touch with my people. Or actually, I don't need to sit down and do this whole 45 minute thing. I just do it while I'm washing the dishes or like while I'm driving my car or when I'm, you know, and it just becomes a way of life because it helps position you in the power that you really are, but in a depth of understanding and truly an initiation of your role in your life and your family. So gorgeous. So, and I, I love the embodiment and the alchemizing of it. And then it just becomes like this way of life, like you said, and, and also very efficient too. We're like, in the beginning, it, it will feel like maybe like a lot, or how do I do this? But I'm sure working with you in, in that kind of container, like you said, to then be able to just go in while you're washing the dishes and like connect in or, or clear something to me, that is it's so empowering. And then I do love the return of like, the ancestral and ancient wisdom and also very meta, like also honoring the very ancestral healing you're doing. It's very meta. It's like, well, that's part of the healing is remembering this, just that you can do this. You nailed it, Maddie. Like you nailed it. I'll never forget. I had a client who was a hundred percent operating only in what some people would say, like her masculine mind or her executive function, very analytical, very type A. And there's nothing wrong with that ladies. Like, let me tell you something. I love to get some stuff done. Okay. Like I love to be like, make it make sense. (laughs) But it was so fascinating to see how her ancestors showed up because what she was actually was reclaiming was the ability to trust, like to imagine something and to believe in something without the evidence yet. And we're Mm. so trained to be like, give me the evidence, give me the fact, give me the thing I can hold on to. And they're like, no, what you really need is to balance and to let go. So the ancestors wouldn't even show up as potently like by visually and like energetically with her. They were very subtle because she had to learn to open. So by doing the work, she was doing the work, like getting the medicine by doing. It's so experiential in that way. And that's something that no coach or no elder or mentor, I can't facilitate that. Like your lineage, your higher self, your calling is going to give you what you need, right? You can't get that from an Instagram post or like anything. It's, It's unique to you. And one of my favorite things is so many of us feel that we've lost things because we've immigrated, 
We've been enslaved. We've had to move. We've lost stuff in fires. We've had to change our names halfway. So many things historically has happened. And the truth is, even though matter can change us, spirit is always there. So I've seen people reclaim songs, like lose something and their ancestors tell them where to find it. Remedies for my people who are into herbalism, like remedies and tinctures that they hadn't seen in their herbalism classes that they've been in. Like, it's so amazing what your people can tell you and give you that support you in your life. Oh, I really appreciate that note because I think from my community and and certain clients or friends I've talked to, they will have questions like that. Like, well, I don't know much about my family line. I was adopted. I don't have records of my birth parents. Or again, like, yeah, my family were enslaved peoples and our culture was completely taken from us. Or my family had a fully, you know, a war-torn country and everything got left behind. Or just my parents, they were only children and they never talked about their family. So I don't even have like a memento or a photo. And you're saying it so much more. This is why I love having people like you on send in this episode. So like, I try to explain it, but the words aren't always there. But like, it's there. It's there for you to tap into if you're open and it's going to like blow your mind. I love that about like recipes coming through or songs. That's really, um, I think a really an important thing for someone listening to this yeah. to hear for sure. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. Okay. And let's talk about some of the like juicy blessings. I think to me, obviously like ancestral healing, hearing yeah. this is so, well, you know, maybe someone, when they would see the episode 10, go back to that, they might think of it more as like, sometimes when we hear ancestral healing, it sounds more like work, or like healing generational wounds, breaking patterns. And it just feels like all this work that feels sort of like oh, oh, superhero, like can't even do it. Like, oh, I'm the one that's got to do this. But then I liked when, you know, we were talking before the episode and some of the ways you were framing it of like, actually we get to transform this into blessing and we get to open up to abundance and generational yeah. wealth through this. And it's like, Oh, what now? This doesn't have to be all yeah, like yeah. healing, struggle, like turmoil, like, oh my God, like all these shadowy things. So can you just talk to us a little bit about that and what you mean by that? Yeah, those are my favorite. Like, oh my God, they're so delightful. Cause let's be honest. I mean, we love the idea of healing, but like the truth is, you know, it's like mascara, like, <laughs> right. Like bleeding down our faces and we're like, you know, like we imagine like the sun going and like the air going between our hair and like all of that. But really we're like, ah, my world's upside down. <laughs> White knuckling it. So funny. But in this modality, it's actually very soothing and very loving, right? So everyone's journey is a little bit different in how the, inter- the ancestors interact, but I love to teach by personal stories and also client stories. And I'll never forget one client story. She's a very successful CEO doing diversity, equity, and inclusion work. And it was this not ever attracting people that she could trust, like good, deep friendships was one of the things that she was working on and trying to understand like this has been a pattern in my life. She was saying she remembered her mother not having close girlfriends and things like that. And she's like, but I desire sisterhood, you know? And as we started working with her ancestors about this, trying to understand this, feminine wound, essentially the sisterhood wound, they came in and they were like, you're not supposed to fit in with women and people who really aren't holding the highest standard, like highest standard of integrity and love and care. Like the world has forgotten what that looks like. And they started showing her what it was like to be in a covenant sisterhood close together back in the day. And it gave her a new imprint of what sisterhood could feel like and what it should feel like and how to identify those types of relationships and live day. And so in this was this medicine of like, hold this kind of standard with women, 
also show up with the standard of women. And this is how you treat women in order to receive women this way. And this is how you hold a boundary with women. Like it was less, you know, like, sure, maybe someone could argue you could get that from, you know, an empowerment or like practicing or coming into a container. But this particular medicine was so unique to her because she kept dimming down those standards and that requirement because she felt like something was wrong with her. That is just so, I just want to shout out what you said, turn back to like, you could, you, of course, like to your point before, you could read this Instagram post, you could figure this out, but the energetics, it's mm-hmm. like, I think about everything in astrology, Gemini is a sign that learns, reads, facts, tweets, yeah. like it's good. Right. We, we need this receipts, evidence. And I was thinking about Sagittarius yeah. is the like embodied wisdom, like experiential wisdom that like, like that download or that feeling where you're like, I can never, un- I can't forget that now. It's different. Yes. It's not like it's here. It's in my belly. It's in my heart. And I think that this work that you're describing, because like, it's this energetic transmission. And like you said, removing things from the field or adding things to the field. And it's, it's just goes so much deeper and wider than like our brains being like, we're not attracting great friends. I should change that. Maybe this is why, but so, <laughs> and I'm sure for her that opened up just everything. Right. Cause again, like the things that keep us like in blocked. Okay. I love that. Yeah. And it's so validating. Like you're no longer throwing, like someone described it as they felt like they were throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to figure out what was going to stick. And she's like, Oh, this is actually how I best operate in intimate relationships and intimate relationships with women. Like there's no compromise about that. And now let me go and try that out to make sure I'm not just Wooing around, you know, like, <laughs> right, you test just going triple check. Yeah, 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 and see the results thereafter. So that's one example. Other things I've seen where the client was really struggling to increase her rates, mm-hmm. and she was a spiritual coach, like was really struggling with the whole idea of showing up in her medicine and her abilities to help people. And it was so interesting because, you know, online world and coaching world, they're like, just increase, charge where you're no, worth. It's like, honey, what? Right. And gold? Like, what do you mean? Like, am I waiting gold? Like, what do you mean? worth technically is beyond even numerical value. So oh, I thank don't know you. what to do with that. Like, <laughs> Maddie, we're on the same page. I'm like, this is the only time I get to live this life. Like, there is no, there's no number no. that could ever surround no this existence. Me. Like, <laughs> I am a God. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. So anywho, when we got into it, there was actually an ancestral wound around um, women being stolen from, right. And not being attuned to the energetics of money, like having been very wealthy, but partnered with someone who didn't come from that same level of wealth. And it was kind of funneled out. So this narrative was playing out in the lineage energetically and was showing up in this generational pattern of not owning your earning potential. And then with her, the symptom was I feel guilty every time I put up prices. So my energy isn't behind it. So therefore I can't back it up. And therefore I collapse and lower the price, right? So it's really moving from what's the behavior and the symptom? What's the generational pattern? What's the ancestral wound? But really the blessing was you actually are supposed to hold wealth. Let's reclaim how wealthy you are. And let me show you what that looks like. And let me give you numbers that you can lean on that feel energetically in integrity for what you're offering right? That's what it is. Energetic integrity, the offering, that's like a better way of saying like the charge you're worth thing. We're like, what does that even mean? And no, like no one could afford me. That's beautiful. And um, also <laughs> while you're talking, something came up. So when you said like you identified the pattern, the ancestral story or, or wound, and then you could shift it. When you are helping people identify, is this through, obviously they figure out their pattern, I'm sure 
they have some awareness. Yeah. And then is this like, are we mapping stories and timelines from their family? Is this all coming through sort of through transmission and downloads? Is it like, how are people kind of figuring out what that story, like how did they figure out yeah. what that story was? I love that question. There's, we don't actually have to manipulate timelines or do any of that. It's literally between you mm-hmm. as a client and your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Y'all are having that dialogue wow. and I'm guiding and supporting and facilitating and asking some questions, but that is a direct relationship wow. between you and your ancestors. There is no like, let's go to a different timeline. Let's manipulate. Let's think it differently. The ancestors choose to support. They choose to let go. They choose to remind. They choose to give you the medicine. They choose to tell you. And you're telling them too. This is in a one-way street. It's like, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I want. What are the gifts that's lying dormant that I could be leveraging in my life right now? And I've seen people be like, oh my God, I should be doing weaving. Like I should enjoy weaving. Like they did it with their hands, but I weave with communication. I weave with making connections with people. This is my actual birthright. So let me clear up whatever makes me think I'm not supposed to do this, you know? So it's a great question because to your point, most times we experience this of like a reframe or let's add a new story or let's look at this differently. But truly the medicine is in the lineage. You don't have to manipulate. We just go in setting an intention of, I want to receive and I also want to clear. What's up y'all? You know, show us, show me what I need to know. And like, that's where that conversation is. Oh, okay. I love that. That's really beautiful. And again, so much ease in this. So much ease is what I'm feeling and support, like you said before. Deeply. I often say that this work is, to me, it feels like the ultimate self-mastery because there's a level of self-acceptance of who you are and your role and where you come from and where you want to go and why you're interested in this Mm -hmm. and how you're going to embody it and how you're going to show up differently. Like, even my own family, first they were like, I don't know what you're doing, girl. Like we're super Christian. I don't know what the the fuck you're doing. And then later on, they're like, wow, like the way you address this, how you show up, how you feel like you're, it's, it's deeper to me than just the mindset, even though mindset and behavior change is all part of this. I truly believe, and I'm so sure, especially when when we look at the stars as well, because that's an ancient ancestral practice Mm -hmm. that everyone across these lands has done on this earth and beyond. But We've come into our lineages and in this life for a reason, right? To experience love and joy and to fulfill our utmost potential and contract here, right? And so doing this kind of work is designed to support you in doing that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so much support. Yes. I love that. I, I just, um, another interview that came out this month is, is a woman that I was like talking about just that with about reclaiming, um, she's kind of reclaiming like the West African roots of astrology and reminding us all that like, our ancestors were looking to the stars for this wisdom and doing this shamanic work that I know people listening to this now might have family who's like, what are you doing? Or even, you know, on other ends being like, Ooh, that's like, whatever, you know, taboo. We don't talk about it. And I think that then once you start living it and showing it, you're like, no, I'm first of all, I'm connecting to our line. And just to me, it was like the proof is in the pudding, as they say, it's like, well, look at like the way my life is going the way I'm showing up, the way I'm holding space. Again, like the legacy I'm creating yeah. really speaks so much to that. So just, I just love everything you're saying. I'm like, just want to underline, highlight, retweet. Everything you're saying is, is just perfectly articulated. And, you know, before I just want to shout out again, I really like what you said about widening the aperture of like how our family, our families are sort of representing larger things in our society, in our lineage, and also in our culture. 
because I think that that is important. I mean, you know why it's your work, but like hearing that, it really just like a, like a, like a grid, like a web popped off in my mind when you said that of just something, I think we're looking at everything in our society. We're realizing it, it needs to go. Like we're all, we're, we're burning down a lot of systems. And I always, the question I'm asking a lot of myself and of my clients and of people that I work with and my peers is like, okay, I think we know it has to be burnt down, but like, what are we building now? Like, what's the vision? And so this work, it just, it all goes together. Hearing you say that, I'm like, like let's let our ancestors like also help us and show us that and, and realize that again, by doing this in our little like corner of the world and our home and our family line, like we're, yeah. we're reimagining, reigniting like that web that I saw when you were talking. So thank you for that. That I didn't know yeah. much I needed to hear that. Oh. I was like, Oh, that, that gives me comfort. You're welcome. But also thank you for looping back to even acknowledge that because to me, this steps into part two of doing the work, right? And that is you start to become and get in such an intimate relationship with your ancestors and, and your lineage. And they're supporting you so much that you remember the things that you came with your soul into this world for. And you get to really embody them and share them and be like, this is unique to me and my soul and where I came from that maybe isn't in the lineage. And now here's the stuff in the lineage that we are partnering together. So there's this reciprocal relationship where you really do step into being the queen or the empress or the face of a lineage where you can heal seven generations forwards and back and really beyond. Because most of my clients, we're always going like, it's like 25, it's 15 generations. like, And it's with the ends that they're actually doing stuff, like the answer to doing stuff. A lot of times when people think of ancestral healing, they're like grieving and crying and they're seeing the grandmothers who were burned and that's just all this grief. And I'm like, let them metabolize their grief. It's not for it to run through my energy body and in my system, my physical body. That's not what this work is. It should be very empowering and very loving. You should feel a sense of pride and understanding. And also I was actually out of the States and living abroad for a while. And so when I came back is when all of the like, you know, political things were going on with presidents and all the things, right? And so the energy of the country was ridiculous. And I was like, God, this is a lot of ancestral stuff of like old things being hold, held on to. And like, we're over here fighting with the patriarchy and like, where did this, all this distortion, right? This stuff is bigger and deeper. And we're looking at it just from our own lived experience. But again, the way that I operate is as soon as I zoom out, I'm like, oh, okay, I understand. I don't have to take this personal. And how do I want to show up to your point to proactively provide a different point of view that can help us move forward, that can help resolve old things that show up in injustice systems or someone not being heard or someone being left out or whatever, you know, our day-to-day is. What's the actual root of this is how I always think. Oh, yeah. that's, and that's a great way to think. And we thank you for that because um, we need it. <laughs> Okay, so I want to hear about your mastermind that's about to launch and what that container is like. I think that'd be helpful for people. Before we go into that, is there just like one quick, like a little quick practical magic tip of someone who's listening to this and they're like, all right, I'm motivated after this episode to start connecting with my ancestors. What do I do? Like, is there, a, is there just like a, a one tiny oh step they can take or something to feel empowered from this episode? Yeah. One tiny thing you can do is from your heart, because we know that's the strongest energy vortex we have in this whole, I know we love to think it's our brain, but it's our heart. Okay. Whole nother episode for that. (laughs) Um, But from your heart, ask a question from your heart. Like, 
any, I don't know what your heart wants, but ask a question from your heart and ask your ancestors to um, support you and finding your way to it. Like let it come to me in a way that there's no doubt you supported me in my quest or in my curiosity or in my decision-making, like just support me. I'm not outsourcing my power, but I want to feel the support of the people who lived and prayed for me to be here, right? Whether it was through their actions or through their actual, right? And just see whatever it is that's in your heart they're asking for. Be open to noticing how they show up for you and just hold it, hold it in your back pocket and see what happens. I love it as an exercise. Yeah, just do that. And now for those of you who are really ready to dive in a little bit more and you might be like, yeah, I did say that I was going to start keeping my word. And every time I say something that I promise myself, I actually don't follow through with my own promise. Just giving that as an example. Ask yourself how much of that behavior is yours and how much of it is your ancestors. I give this to clients before they even become clients. We'll have a consultation and it's one of the questions I always ask. And when they sit with it and they feel it in their body and they open their hearts, they're like, oh my God, actually, I don't know, 30% of this is me. I did learn this as a kid. But what I feel even more is that a lot of this is not mine. And that's when you can start owning your part with practical behavior changes, whether you want to do a habit tracker, whether you want to have an accountability buddy, whether you want to do a water cleanse, like whatever you want to do. (laughs) And then, you know, the rest of that, you can create some separation and start deciding if you want to go deeper into this work. But those are the two things that I would say just to open your awareness of your relationship with your ancestors, because believe it or not, we already have a relationship with ancestors. It's just less conscious. Oh, I love that. And it's like, oh, right? you know, like that's the thing. we already have the relationship. It's just, we're not conscious of it. And we're living like maybe in their, in their shadow instead of living in their light. And I, so I love that first prompt you gave it just kind of like turning yeah. to like, oh, this awareness, this acknowledgement. Perfect. I knew you'd have something like mm, just yummy. Just, just a couple little things. Well, yeah. something to nibble on. Okay. So um, <laughs> I could keep going forever, but we'll begin to wrap up. But I do want to hear about your new offering or not new, but this enrollment for Elevate and it's a nine month group container with you. Can you tell us a little bit about that, like the container, what happens in there? Yeah, y'all, I am so in love with and so excited about Elevate. It's the best thing I've ever offered. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's delightful. And it's the second year that we're doing it. So I'll give you a little backstory and then I'm going to tell you what happens inside and I won't belabor it, but it's important to understand the weavings of why this container came to be. But Elevate came when I was like, all right, I've helped women find their path in life. I've helped them learn how to connect with ancestors. Now it feels like a space for true embodiment, for going all in, for really balancing out who I am as an energy body and how I want to step into my legacy. And a lot of the women who are called to elevate are women who consider themselves to be successful, right? Like we've done amazing things. We are pretty incredible. Everyone in our family thinks we're great. We rock with baddies, you know (laughs) what I mean? And then yet we're like, if I let go or if I do something different, will I lose it all? Or like, you know, I've been very strong and I need to be more supportive, but I don't know how. It's like, you know, there's more life, but because you've been operating a certain way, you just can't quite let go. And so what we do inside of Elevate, it's part ancestral healing and ritual, and it's part embodiment practices. And by embodiment, I mean, yes, mindset, yes, coaching, yes, integration. Yes, we've got sensual, we've got body and somatic, we've got therapists, we've got myself as well as support guides who are working together all for nine months to help you work through, whether it's dating, your relationship to men and partnership, your relationship to work in business, like your whole life. 
is the idea is when we work on healing our whole lineage and we work in step into being the whole woman that we're called to be, our whole world changes. We don't have to go to the nutritionist and then to the sensuality coach and then to the business coach. And now we've like compartmentalized all these pieces when they're all interrelated, just like healing is. So it's the place where we get to come and show up and do this kind of healing and growth work. And we bring in all the specialists to support you. (laughs) So I'm very excited. Last year was incredible. We actually did six months last year. And at the end, everyone was like, can we extend? Because this was amazing and I don't want to leave. So for this year, 2023, we're going to do nine months together. We start on March 5th. So if you are hearing this after that and you feel called to my energy and exploring what Elevate can do for you or with you, definitely just reach out and let's see what we can do because it's it's a pretty amazing. It transforms your being as a woman as opposed to doing more. You're feeling called to that. Chances are your soul's <laughs> probably ready and like looking for this and found this podcast on purpose. And then so that leads me to what's the best way for people to find you and like interact with you and learn more? Is it email, Instagram, website? Yeah, it's ashleyjohns.com. A-S-H-L-E-Y. Yes, I was born in the 80s, just like all the other Ashleys. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Johns, J-O-H-N-S.com. You can visit my website. Definitely find me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. That's where I spend most of my time. And we've got a couple little freebies and tidbits if you want to just explore casually, just Mm -hmm. reach out in any way and me and my team will help you out. Gorgeous. Well, this was divine and so deep and expansive and so Piscean with that earth energy. I I really feel like, oh, that was so easy to digest and understand and integrate. So thank you for this work. Thank you for saying yes to your own calling and connecting with your ancestors. And and I bow to them too for their support in getting you here. And just thank you for being so generous with your wisdom. Oh, I appreciate it, Maddie. This is a delight. Like I just love when I feel this way and you definitely have a whole vibe and you nailed it right on from the beginning. So I appreciate you having me here. Thank you. Everyone go follow tag, tell her like what you liked about this episode. Let's hype her up because this was awesome. So everyone, thanks for listening. Go connect to those ancestors. Um, Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.